Verulam Sports. Hello again and welcome to Verulam Sports Podcasting. Uh, this is Tony Rice and everybody knows that I'm a big fan of the fantastic charities that are here in St. Albans and across Hertfordshire doing tremendous things in these unbelievably pressurised times and to explain about a fantastic challenge which I know you're going to want to get involved with we are joined from Mind in Mid Hearts, two trustees Neil Margrison and Isaac Kenyon, good evening gentlemen Hi, hi Good evening, uh, thank you for having us on Absolutely Indeed. my sincere pleasure, really really uh, kind of important work that you guys do and not just yourselves, of course, but the whole team there at Minded Mid Hearts. Um, just to, I guess, give us a, an introduction to this before we build up to this fantastic challenge that uh, you're setting us and I'm sure getting involved in. Um, the role of Minded Mid Hearts is so crucial, isn't it? Because mental health pressures, um, they are massive. I know that I think suicide is obviously maybe the most acute form or demonstration of these pressures. And I believe it's the biggest killer, certainly of men under 40. So just the background to what you guys do is so crucial. Just give us an insight, if you could, um, just even before the COVID-19 era kicked in on the kind of oftentimes unmentioned mental health challenges that we face here in the UK. And I guess if I could ask Neil to yep. uh, provide that overarching background, please. Okay, well, uh, Mind in, in Mid-Heart um, is a, a federated member of the local, uh, is a local mind. Um, it's independent um, uh, and it provides a, 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 a charity towards um, all people suffering from mental health issues um, and it's closely affiliated uh, to National Mind. So perhaps before I go into detail in, in terms of what uh, Mind in Mid Hearts does, um, National Mind kind of provides advice and support uh, to empower anyone who's experiencing mental health problems and it campaigns nationally to improve our services, uh, raises awareness and promotes understanding um, and also signposts to other organisations who can help people with who are suffering from mental health problems, and also provides um, legal advice where necessary and uh, online kind of forums as well. And Mind in Mid Hearts is a one of 140 independent local minds, um, and we've got centres in St Albans, in Stevenage, in Wellin, Garden City, and also in Hartford. Now our vision. Um, is to work to ensure that mental health of everybody in Hertfordshire is supported and well respected. And uh, we provide local services for the prevention, social support and recovery. So those are our main three kind of focuses um, for um, helping out with uh, mental health illness uh, in Hertfordshire. And we range from doing cafe groups to um, talking groups. We have counselling, yoga, we do walking groups and um, we have um, <coughs> mental health awareness training. We do loads of training and also um, there's a consultancy service for businesses too. Um, so more specifically, I'll quickly give you a rundown on the prevention side. Uh, we attend community events and festivals. We go to schools and we have awareness days. We also have drop-in clinics and also we do uh, children's centres, job centres, we work in healthy hubs and uh, we work on social media like this and uh, provide newsletters 
and also we do loads of living well courses so if you feel that you could do with some support uh, but not it's not intent then you could look up mind in mid hearts on the uh, on the internet and uh, you can um, look at what courses we provide and, and they may help you um, solve some of the issues that you've got in terms of so, uh, social support we've got social groups uh, to enable you to develop confidence and friendship uh, we have a lgbtq peer group and also we've got men's and women's groups as well to support uh, each other uh, we have an arts and craft group creative writing music we've got loads of things we're a very dynamic organization and then on the recovery side um, we've got um, various uh, opportunities for people to uh, help get better from being in, uh, unwell. We've got counselling and um, we've got courses to build um, confidence. Uh, we have um, also talking groups and specialist groups as well. So it's very, uh, you know, it's a very broad service that we provide in, in that instance. And all incredibly vital, Neil. And I'm just um, seriously, uh, personally expressing my gratitude for the impressive and important work that you do. Isaac, just to loop it to yourself here. Um, I think that the type of services that you provide are vital i really do and i'm sure you've seen progress being made but isaac i'm interested to get your take on it how much still when we talk in terms of mental health do you think there is still a stigma and to what extent is there a culture whereby we try to bottle things up project that everything's hunky and indeed dory when in fact maybe that is not the case i'd be really fascinated isaac for your informed perspective on that challenge okay yeah great um question there i, I would i would say in the, in the general background context um you know one in one in four people have a still with mental health poor mental health uh, in any year any given year um, and self-harm cases have increased significantly um, amongst the youth, uh, 15 to 24 year olds over the course of the last five, well, 10 years or so. Um, the, I would say the, uh, going back to your question on the importance um, of, of these services and like specifically on, on what it is like now, um, especially um, with um, mental health on, on I guess a steady rise during this pandemic, and, and a lot of people being closed off and, and not open, and because they haven't got these social interactions to kind of uh, release release their you know their thoughts, um, so th there is a lot more people being being closed. There was a lot more uh, difficulties with with sharing uh, mental health problems because. I guess there's a lot less opportunities to to, to share. Um, I know you've got technology and you just pick up a phone, but that can be quite hard when someone's in a depressive episode. Um, I mean, 300 million people across the UK you know, suffering from depression. It's one of the major illnesses worldwide. And sometimes they just don't have the energy to, to pick up the phone. And sometimes it just takes like they're at work and then suddenly they're just having a chat and then suddenly... They, it kind of helps their mental health because they're just having a general chat. They've just been put into it. And so, yeah, it's very, it's very important that um, services like this try to interact or try to, to reach out to those who, who are. Being, and, and there is a stigma, especially amongst males and under, under, 
young males and uh, males in general, we've always been seen as the uh, the strong ones. Um, you know, brush it off. And mm-hmm. um, that's always been a bit of a like you going back to you know caveman times. We we're always the providers of everything, right? And going out there and no matter what, we will always bring back the food. And it doesn't matter how we feel, we will always do it. That sort of stigma, I guess, is still carried on like the guy is always expected to be strong and not have any issues sort of thing um, and it's only in i guess in the recent years last 10 20 30 yeah. years i mean it's really come come up as a as a stigma that is being changed and young guys are speaking out like i can't imagine how many young people would be involved young men would be involved in uh, mental health charities and things like that 30 40 years ago mm. but now it's a lot more common um, and I've got to tell you, again, that's, that's a massive step in a really positive direction here. But you've really addressed those matters very eloquently. Um, I think also, just a, a kind of thought on it personally, as well as that uh, ancient residue of that provider syndrome, particular to the male, I think there's also a cultural factor whereby there was that association of the Brit being stiff upper lip. And as you say, it is a global uh, issue. I use the word pandemic, why not? But it's imperative that the work that you do continues to uh, be there, be available for people as we chip chip away at these stigmas. Isaac, you referenced there the pandemic of our time, of course, COVID-19. you guys have done a really important survey uh, and you've kind of alluded to the amplification of the pressures on our mental health and well-being during this time. Um, Neil, if I could just throw it to you, can you give us some of the top lines that that survey has revealed to us? Oh, sure. I mean, more than half of the adults since uh, COVID came in and over two thirds of young people have said that their mental health has really gotten a lot worse uh, during a lockdown um, restrictions. Um, And this was a survey that was conducted um, that you're talking about back early in sort of April to May, mid-May. So things have, you know, they haven't got by any means any easier. And I should imagine that the situation now is a lot worse than it was at the point of this survey. And um, the sort of restrictions on uh, seeing people and being able to go outside has, has a really big impact, as, um, as Isaac has said. And uh, worries about the health of the family, friends, are key factors in, in, in you know, really affecting that poor mental health. And also, of course, boredom is a major problem with young people who are stuck at home they, from any age up to 24, 25, stuck at home, possibly not able to work now. Lots, loads of people are suffering from that. Sitting at home, not able to go out for very long times long periods, going to see friends, uh, boredom does kick in and it, it has a real impact um, on, your, on your mental health. And loneliness particularly is really, really dire at the moment um, and, so, and is a great contributor, really significant contributor to poor, poor mental health. So we have a, an older community who are perhaps on their own, who are bereaved, they've uh, lost a, a relative either during the COVID period or before, um, and um, they're now having to sit at home and stay at home to stay safe. And they're, they're faced with this conundrum of wanting desperately to see their family, wanting to go out, and yet knowing that um, that's, that's not on, 
and what the dangers are if they interact with people. I mean, I was just speaking to somebody today who is an occupational health um, worker and she was saying that she needs to go out and see people at home. And um, she, she faces a lot of resistance and great worry when she knocks on that door uh, and, and uh, people aren't really keen on, on having her in for obvious reasons. Uh, and, um, and so that naturally contributes to a, a lot of the um, problems that we're experiencing now. So really many people don't feel also entitled to seek health. As Isaac and you've mentioned, um, people are resistant. Um, they feel that uh, if they go in, um, they're causing a problem. Now, mental health is a serious issue. If people are feeling anxious or depressed or low, it's, you know, it's a real significant illness. And um, uh, we're We've got to try and get over this this um, this thinking that you know we shouldn't really bother people. We're not entitled to seek that help, and but so unfortunately, the service identified that that's a real issue. Um, and uh, again, I, I guess this is what Mind and Mid Hearts is trying to do. We're trying to overcome that stigma and those thought processes and change it so that people realise it's 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 there. It's a it's a real thing and. Um, really, there's no real difference between um, the way that you should be treated if you've got mental health or physical yep. ill health. Uh, and so just one, on that, though, um, yep. because as, as you guys are doing and continuing to do, providing this vital elements of sport across all those various strands that you've um, elaborated on brilliantly, Neil, yep. um, I just want to quickly touch upon, because I think this is crucial that people are aware of, um, the problems that filter into the charity sector at this time obviously yep. lots of charities rely upon uh, donations and fundraising and obviously if you're furloughed or if you're worried about finances then these are the first things I guess people start to um, put uh, you know no longer justify putting out there but I guess that problem is amplified for you guys given your actual status so, Isaac, could you just explain to me some of those effects for the charity sector and how they've been particularly felt at hearts, uh, mind mid hearts, please? Yeah, raising funds in the community has been during this time has been incredibly difficult, and a lot of, a lot of our income does come from the community, and a lot of our services are provided by um, donations that support those services. Um, and they come from the community and there's just been a general downturn in the economy which has meant people you know they're less inclined to give um, larger organizations and they're just re reluctant to support charities at the moment because their their own income suffered and they're trying to keep afloat sort of thing themselves um, so what that does that kind of slims down and puts a lot more strain and stress on on our services and um, the waiting lists are larger um, than before uh, we have less resource because we have less funds to cover these services for such high demand and um, so it's been quite difficult and we've had to you know work very smart and um and, and try to encompass as much as the key services maybe slimming down a little bit uh, and just focusing on what what is the key the key service that we can make a huge impact on and that's just on like a higher level sort of scenario what most charities are probably doing and they're just they're just focusing on what 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 will make the biggest difference uh, with the income that they're getting and um, which is a little bit less than usual 
and Thank but then we're that. also getting smarter with our ways of of getting uh, funds as well so. and you know I've, I've spoken to people from various charities and various other um kind of benevolent causes uh during the t- lockdown period and w- one thing that's really impressed me is the adaptability of the human even in these challenging times sometimes needs must who knew about zoom 18 months ago <laughs> but you know again it's impressive but one thing i am massively impressed about one thing that struck me uh through this conversation is the important interconnectivity between uh, physical activity on some kind of level uh, and also uh, improved mental health conditions. So in the spirit of uh, pivoting, adapting and being positive and getting as physical, uh, physically active too as well. So it just is, uh, quite frankly, genius. Neil, please tell me an awful lot more about your fantastic Healthy Springer Challenge. Right, so um, the, the challenge is um, for uh, people to um, sign up and, we, and um, Isaac and I can tell you um, how you can do that, to sign up and, and join this challenge, which started um, just a, a few days ago, really. Um, and um, the, the challenge is to walk around the perimeter of um, Hertfordshire, which is about 170 miles, um, and not to necessarily actually walk around the perimeter of Hertfordshire, because these days we can't travel huge distances, but it's a virtual, a virtual trip around Hertfordshire. And um, to clock up um, your distance um, by doing whatever you wish to do. So I know that Isaac's a great runner and he's a really enthusiastic cyclist. I really enjoy walking. Um, if you fancy moving in that direction in any way, you can. You can skip, jump, hop or whatever, but just record um, your, uh, the distances that you're doing. And then um, we've got um, an app that en- enables you to log in the distances each day and you'll see yourself go around the perimeter of Hertfordshire with, on, a, on a map. Uh, and it will go into quite great detail. In fact, I spoke to somebody recently who said, yes, I'm now on such and such a road and I'm, you know, making my way. I'm really progressing quite well. And you can do it either individually or as a team. Um, and um, you, we have a, a link to our Just Giving site, which is all available. Mm-hmm. And um, you, you can start collecting you know, money for us and helping us then deliver the great services that we we provide but not only um you know are we raising money but we are trying to break through mm-hmm. the grayness uh, and yeah. difficulties of uh, the current situation because as you rightly said um keeping mentally fit and and physically fit is the mantra to getting better and overcoming mm-hmm. mental illness really mental ill health i mean in fact there are five ways to well-being there's connect with other people there's be active mm-hmm. uh, take notice of what's around you uh, keep learning and give and uh, isaac and i when we were talking about what we should be doing next came up with this idea because in so many ways uh, the spring into health does exactly yes. all those things really Absolutely fantastic. And I know Radio Verulam's own Dave Neal is engaging with this, clocking up his uh, miles and really <laughs> embracing it. 
And I would encourage everybody to certainly consider this because, as you say, do it in a team. Get that sense of community. Get that physical activity going on. It's it's good for the old grey cells. And, um, you know, again, what was really brilliant about it, uh, Neil, the way you explained it, is that sometimes when you are in a dark place, it is this sense of little wins and making progress in one controllable element of life that can really be a sense of assurance and confidence building. So you're just ticking so many wonderful boxes here. Here's a please with your website and precisely how we can learn more and engage with this fantastic uh, Healthy Springer Challenge. Yeah, so um, so before we, we go on, I just wanted to reiterate that um, that people can uh, sign up and they don't need to do the 170 miles. If um, I'm trying to persuade my parents to sign up and they're in their ages, and if they complete five miles of this challenge, that would be great. Um, similarly, if you've got a family and you've got young kids and you want to join up, then go for it, you know, or join up with a number of other families um, and compete with each other. So these are all ideas, um, you know, which I'm hoping people will foster in Hertfordshire or further afield. Um, have you got anything else to say about that, Isaac? Yeah, I would say another thing that we thought about was that many challenges are only uh, January and they just stop at January. And it, it, I don't think, well, it's, it's not a long time to build a you know, positive lifestyle habit. So this is an opportunity to spend some time and just changing up your lifestyle to get more active over a, more than just one month, like a two to three months. So it becomes a bit more ingrained and then you can uh, have a bit more of a positive lifestyle for, for, for um, the future. And um, I think, is it going yeah. till around about April time? Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, straight into spring. That's why spring into health. Yeah, nice. so um, from the, uh, and then by uh, that time it'll be warm enough and everyone will be very happy to go outside anyway <laughs> I love the thinking cool. uh, remind, uh, give us the best website and again if there are any particular links to the Healthy Springer Challenge that'd be fantastic so you can go on to um, the Mind in Mid Hearts uh, website which is uh, www.mindinmidhearts.org.uk and, and then from there, you can select the support section, a support us section, and uh, that will take you into um, entering your details. You have to pay um, £16, whether you're doing it independently or, or as a group. Um, and by entering through there, then you will get all your information via email, um, which will which, you know, it will be fairly self-explanatory. Um, alternatively, we've um, got um, Facebook's, um, uh, Facebook sort of views. And also it's on Twitter, I believe. So there are loads of ways of, of getting involved. But um, the easiest way is really to go to the Mind in Mid-Hearts um, website and you'll find it there. Fantastic. For me, this is so important. I would encourage everybody to do just that. Check out the website. Uh, gather yourself a little mini team. Or if you're feeling up for the Springer Challenge, go for it independently. However it works for you, simply get involved. I'm sure you won't regret doing just that. Neil, I was really uh, learning a lot, really, about yep. those fantastic kind of five core components towards yep. bettering uh, mental health status and well-being. Yep. Can you remind us of those five areas again, please? 
Yeah, and, and I'll try and what I'll try and do is then link it into how this challenge can help you in that way. So um, the first one is connect. So um, if you stretch out to people uh, and speak with people either by phone, of course, or Zoom, or if you just see somebody passing in the street, providing you um, maintain a healthy distance, have a chat with them uh, and make contact. And, and um, it's known that that makes a terrific difference to improving your health. And then the other one is be active. So, um, so join up with um, uh, Spring into Health and get moving. Uh, and, and by being active, that will uh, help you feel a load better. Uh, so we've talked quite a lot about the being active bit. Uh, in terms of the connecting, um, we've got a Facebook site, uh, a Facebook group. So as soon as you um, sign up for this Spring into Health, you'll be able to access the Facebook group uh, and you'll be able to make contact with people who are doing it. Uh, and um, as we've said as well, if families join in, um, you'll be able to uh, sort of focus your communications on something really positive, which is um, getting around the perimeter of Hertfordshire. So it's connect, be active, take notice. So as you're going out for your walk, look around, you know, look at the environment, see what's happening. As um, Isaac said, we're moving in, we're doing this whole thing over to spring and um, th there'll be huge changes um, in our environment. So take notice of what's going around. Uh, and that again helps with your with your well-being too uh, and keep learning now there's loads in Hertfordshire that's hidden away that you can find out about and what would be really great would be um, by using your um, using the app the uh, the miles app um, which will record where you're where you're going uh, but you can take photographs of your walks, not necessarily exactly according to the route, but you can take photographs of the route. If you find out areas on that perimeter that of interest, you can post them, add links, you know, do loads of stuff like that. Learn a bit about Hertfordshire. There's so much to learn uh, on in our county. And yeah, then well, the giving. Well, yeah, carry on, Isaac. I was just going to add to that. Like sometimes what I do, I know we can only go seven miles perimeter um, radius. Sometimes what I do is I Google like historical things around my local area and, and then I'll use this, this way of outdoors to explore history of my area and, and find those places on the map. So a lot of, kind of like geocaching or something like this. That's quite fun. Yeah. So that, that's a really uh, positive way of, of uh, you know, um, using um, this opportunity to help develop your, your sense of well-being. And then finally is to give uh, and by collecting funds for um, Mind and Mid Hearts is precisely what you're doing. So um, join in, come and be a healthy springer, connect, be active, take notice, keep learning and you know, give and there's hope there, you know, we'll get through this and we can help uh, by joining, you know, joining our team. Absolutely brilliant. Loving this important message. And I think this is such an innovative and no doubt going to be a vital activity. Everybody can learn more, engage more. And whichever way you are looking at it, you are gaining something for yourself. Plus you're giving back. I mean, goodness me, what more in life can you ask for? Isaac, this has been fascinating and compelling for me. And again, I salute you both. Is there anything uh, you would like to add or highlight at this moment in time? Right now, just join us. <laughs>
Amen to that. I would second that. And in order to do just that, Neil, in closing, can you remind us again of the best and most efficient ways we can gather more information, gather that curiosity level, and I'm sure, knowing the spirit of the people here in um, Hertfordshire, get involved with this fantastic challenge. How can we do just that, please? Well, uh, by going onto the internet and searching for Mind in Mid-Hearts, and that's all one long word, um, going into the site, um, going into the Support Us tab and signing up uh, to join uh, our uh, venture. And um, that, will, that will get you onto the team and uh, uh, we'll welcome you with open arms. Every person that joins our, our challenge counts and um, hopefully we'll be able to help you as well. Uh, look forward to a really healthy, happy um, lifestyle after COVID has gone. Um, and finally, if people are in need um, and really do need some support, uh, you can go onto um, the same website and you can do a self-referral and we'll look at your issues seriously and do our very best to help in any way that we can. And if you don't have access to the internet, um, we have a number that should be able to provide you with some support or put you into contact uh, with an organisation within Hertfordshire that could help you uh, depending on your needs. And that number is 03303 So I'll just repeat that because I stumbled over it a bit. So it's 03303 And take your, your mental health seriously. Take it as seriously as your physical health and uh, we're here to help in any way that we can gentlemen it's been a sincere and humbling experience enjoying your company uh, i want to salute you for the tremendous work that you put in and will continue to do uh, i would encourage everybody to check out hearts um mind in mid hearts to learn more and to get involved with this fantastic challenge and i just wanted to say thank you once again for your time just now and i wish you a continued successful happy 2021. Thank you so much. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Thanks very much. Thank Thanks, you. Tony.